This is everything you want to know about non-clinical careers for physicians. For Third Evolution, I'm your host, Robert Pretty. Here's a question for you. Can you define your brand? Can you describe your brand? Could you write down three words that define your brand? Yes, your brand. Or is brand something you really don't think about? Or do you see your brand simply as your efforts to practice good medicine? I believe most physicians either don't consider branding as an important element in their practice, or they simply see good medicine and a positive patient rapport as their brand. Those are certainly the right practice aspirations, but are they really a definition of brand? Certainly some practices do think actively about brand. In more commercially driven specialties, plastics, dermatology, some, some orthopedics, for example, I've seen many attempt, attempts to brand a practice. However, most of them are bad. But you're not here for my critique of medical advertising. The point is this. Venturing into a new career area, emphasis on new, it's unlikely that simply talking about your average day in your office will correlate directly to that company's products or services. Think of it this way. If you could change medical specialties today, what base of accomplishment and prior work would you use to project or define your appropriateness to your new specialty? Not much, right? That's because your brand today is tied very directly to your current day-to-day -day work product. Your brand goal then becomes to develop a brand identity that transcends your day-to-day -day work. And yet, you want it applicable to the new non-clinical work you want to be doing. Got that? Because those are two important sentences to remember. I'll say them again. Your brand goal is to develop a brand identity that transcends your current day-to-day -day work. Yet, it must be applicable to the new non-clinical work field you're seeking. Right now, if you're still in clinical practice, your brand goal, or perhaps those three words I asked for to define your brand, are probably competent, caring physician. Do good work, practice good medicine, treat your patients well. That's your brand, right? Well, yes, it probably is. Regardless, you do have a brand whether you manage it or simply allow it to happen. I'll tell you a quick story. In one of my hospitals, we had a big, bright, expansive lobby all the patients and visitors entered through that lobby. And from the early morning until the end of patient visiting hours, a housekeeper ran a floor polisher in that lobby. You know, those circular spinning disc floor polishers that just sort of hum and spin and shine the floor. But in this lobby, while patients and visitors were passing through, it never stopped. Really, you could polish the floor in less than an hour. But it ran constantly from one end, from one side to the other. Think about it. What do you want in a hospital? Have you ever walked into a dirty hospital? I certainly have, and it's not a positive image. And if you ever walked into a hospital and it was dirty or appeared dirty, you just might start questioning the care. That's why we polished our floors 16 hours a day. Cleanliness was part of our brand, and it was a branding statement we worked very hard to maintain. Another branding example, I recently had a medical procedure, and because it was somewhat new, a tech representative from the company accompanied my physician. He had on freshly pressed black scrubs with the company logo and he was presenting a branding statement. It made me feel good. He certainly looked like he knew what he was doing and looking the part reminds me of one of my favorite branding examples. I'm from Ohio and if you're from Ohio you're a Buckeye fan period. 
If you're not a Buckeye fan, then your Ohio credentials are certainly up for question. That said, the legend, and I stress legend when speaking of the Ohio State University football team, legends abound. But the legend is that when a young Ohio State football player scored his first touchdown for the Scarlet and Gray, he performed some sort of victory dance in the end zone. When he reached the sidelines, legendary head coach Woody Hayes grabbed him by the front of his jersey, pulled him in close, and then growled, son, when you play for the Ohio State University, you act like you've been there before. Yep, part of the branding statement for Woody's Bucks was you act like you've been there before. But enough reminiscing. The point is, you either create and manage your brand or one will be created for you and you may not like it. So if you think about moving into a non-clinical career area and your brand is competent, caring physician, that may not be the brand identity that serves your new objectives. Even best physician, as in those generally worthless magazine or web listings, it's not going to carry much weight if you're trying to enter an administrative or management field. When I'm working with a client, I go about a branding process that is predicated on a combination of three categorical areas of definition. They are client skills, client knowledge, and client interests. And if you think about those categories, you might well say that competent and caring and being a physician do actually represent answers to those categories. And you'd be right. So what that means is whether it's an overt act or not, you're already following some basic steps toward appropriate branding. Now, your job is to dig deeper and more broadly to identify and define new branding for your new career focus. I say new branding, but really, it is branding based on the sum of all your work, all of your vocation, and even perhaps your avocations. I've had clients who volunteered their time to political and religious organizations, and they've performed some very valuable services. And from a branding perspective, that work defines skills, knowledge, and interests that could be very important to many employers. But let's look at your branding opportunity today, and let's just begin with who or what you are today, a caring, competent physician. When I begin work with a client and I begin this segment of their career diagnosis, I'll ask this question. First, in your definition of your brand is the word caring. Define caring for me. How do you exhibit? What illustrates your sense of caring in your office? And I'll ask you to think about the same question. What do you do? Do you knock on the exam room door before you enter? Do you call the patient, Mr. Ms. Mrs., do you always have a clean lab coat? Today, are you wearing a mask? And how about your staff? What do they wear? Do they all wear some uniform, scrubs perhaps? Do they look neat and professional, or does it look like they're wearing pajamas? How do you interact with patients? How do they interact with patients? And most important, do all these things just happen, or are they programmed? Is the expected manner of greeting and speaking and working with patients something memorialized in a policy? The same for staff appearance, the same for office appearance. First, if all these things are written in a manual, they represent part of your skill set, a skill in establishing customer management expectations for everyone in the office. Second, if they aren't written down, well, it's time to write them down. Next in your current brand is the word competence. Well, how do you convey competence. Cleanliness conveys competence. Order 
conveys competence. Is your equipment arrayed neatly on trays? Is your medicine cabinet orderly? Is your front desk area neat and clean? Does the staff speak to you with respect? Do they call you doctor in front of patients or just Jane or John? I mentioned the branding of the company representative who attended a recent medical procedure I had. His personal branding was very professional. However, his interactions with me and with my physician was further intended to convey my physician's competence. No one said anything about this being a new procedure, but the rep was introduced to me and he and the physician had a very collegial exchange about the instrumentation. The rep watched the visual monitor and made encouraging suggestions to the physician, never a, oh no, not like that, but, but rather almost as a question, perhaps a bit more to this side. Well, I knew what he meant, but to the average patient, which I'm certainly not, it would have been reassuring of a highly competent team performing a very routine procedure. That was very good branding. So my physician's illustration of his competence was this, to assemble and manage an appropriate interdisciplinary team to introduce a new procedure for improved patient care. And the branding element of physician, your third word, as in illustrating knowledge as well as a skill set based on the physician approach to problem solving and the physician's approach to decision making. Following a soap note, for example, illustrates how physicians approach problems in a systematic, structured manner. So now, simply taking the usual physician brand, that is, caring, competent physician, those three words, when mined more deeply for meaning and examples, they begin to yield new branding statements. But think of all the other things you may do. Do you participate in staff hiring? If so, you look for certain qualities in new people. Defining those qualities goes to defining branding elements, the image of your practice, not to mention the screening process that represents a skill set. Do you manage practice finances or investments? And again, do you regularly engage in volunteer activities outside the office? Once you've been able to create an actual list of your skills, a list of your knowledge, and a list of your interests, then start to build examples and categorize those examples. In my work, I consolidate those examples typically into three categorical groupings. Brand is about focus. Too many brand elements and your brand becomes blurred. Too few and you're simply too specialized or too narrow. Three is a good number. To that, you may have a group of examples that deal with governance or organizational issues. Perhaps some relate to management or leadership skills. Others, money management, leading teams, organizing staff. Perhaps you've introduced new processes or procedures in your office, your practice, or the hospital. That may be innovation. It may be change management. What committees do you sit on? I believe you can see how looking at the sum of everything you do, but looking at that sum in a very granular level. Looking at yourself in that way expands who you are. And it allows you to redefine your brand in a larger, more important universe. Now, your brand that began as a caring, competent physician has expanded. You're using words that go well beyond medical practice, and you're using words that are relevant in nearly any setting, particularly the job setting you're looking for now. Now, when you sit down with an executive in a company you'd like to be working for, and she asks the most important question, tell me a little bit about yourself. 
Now you can describe yourself as a change manager, as a team leader, as an educator, as an innovator. It's just a matter of looking at the sum of who you are and realizing that so many things you simply take for granted are actually very important. That's how you develop your new and exciting brand based on all your old activities. I hope I can help you with your success as you pursue a new non-clinical career. Once again, for Third Evolution, Non-Clinical Careers for Physicians, this is Robert Pretty. For comments about this or any of my podcasts, don't hesitate to contact me at 720-339-3585. That's for voice, message, or text. And visit me online at www.thirdevo.com. Until next time, thank you very much for listening.